Good morning. Is it the morning? I mean, there's Americans in the chat, so it's definitely the morning for them. We'll take it. Hey, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Plus. My name is Graham Day. I'm joined by the man that we call Bibby. I'll read Bib. That's me. How we doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. No, it's Friday. It's Friday. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the weekend. I'm also uh, definitely tired after a long, busy week. Uh, uh, so, yeah, this will be probably a chill, a chill scoop to see the end of the week i think i think i think nice 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 are you are you sending messages babe are you posting doing social bits Doing social bits, mate. <laughs> look at that face look at that face <laughs> just about to post to say that we are obviously now live over at twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads with friday's edition of the scoop live at not 10 a.m I have gone over to Big Bib so you can show the world your face at full screen. Oh, if again, you want. I've, yeah, I've not, I've not, I've not quite done it yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> nice. I don't, you can't, you can't see the focus on the, on the letters or anything, but it does say podcast time, baby, and then the link. Obviously, do, do you know what? Where else would they find it? I'm going to uh, Instagram.com forward slash ice cream uploads, and I'm going to share that post that we've just put out. I'm just going to put it onto my story, but I'm not going to go to the level where Bibby's gone and put my own face. In. I'm just going to instantly add it to my stories, so it's super quick and easy to do, which is exactly what you guys that are watching this could do if you want. Whilst Bibby posts it, you could do the same thing. Head over to uh, Instagram.com forward slash ice cream uploads and just like the post and add it to your story so other people know that we're live. I mean, if you wanted, you could also go to Twitter.com forward slash ice cream uploads and share the tweet that we've put out there. And if you're on Facebook, maybe you could share... The posts that are on Facebook, too. I mean, it's up to you. You don't have to, but all the best people in the world definitely do that. That's all I'm saying. 100%. So, nice. Nice. Uh, do you know what? I've not said it for a long while. We said all the time, but Twitch is a meeting room. We all sit here and we have a chat and it's nice. But the thing with a meeting room is a meeting room doesn't get people into it. Telling people to get into the meeting room makes the people get there. So if you want more people in your meeting, you have to shout about it. And that's where the uh, Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook are. So we do appreciate everyone that does retweet our uh, social media comments, by the way. We very much appreciate it because that does have an impact on the stream. You see the stream numbers go up. More people get involved in the chat. The conversations get bigger, last longer. The scoop turns into a three-hour program. Bibby gets <laughs> fucking fired because he's not doing any work because all he's doing is talking about... Actually, no, no. It sounds like it's a negative. No. No, it's all, it's all <laughs> Share the stuff. Nice. Nice. Speaking of sharing the stuff, I've just seen Code Red doing exactly that, hitting retweet on the tweet. They were live last night, by the way. Did anyone else drop in for the uh, the uh, starting of the Wingman series event on Code Red? You should do. You should do. Oh, speaking of which, silence in the chat. Hey, up, lads. Nice. Hey. Baby with pictures of Tito on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Very fair. Nice. Finals tonight. Oh. Didn't realise it was back to back days. Okay, nice. How did it get on? So I started watching the first bit. I um I was there through the uh, the the Traves banter in the chat, and I saw the end of the first game. Uh, I, I can't remember the team names, um, but it was like it was two dudes, and there was like two two well, it was four dudes. There was two dudes like on a hill that was split, uh, split, and it's like, well, they've easy got this in the bag. And then was it was he called Hunter or Hacker? Hacker, that's where his name. I mean, hacker by name, hacker by nature. Just turned on a sixpence and about seven million miles away, just absolutely lasered someone in the face. <laughs> and then it was it was pretty much game over. Fuck, goddamn. So yeah, I did see that. But then after that point, I was I was flagging. So we went to bed. <laughs> it was probably uh, nice. I say I went to bed. No, we went to bed. I didn't go to sleep. Danielle went to sleep. I laid there, and as soon as my I, I head at the pillow, it was like. Wide awake then, so I jumped back on my phone like every couple of minutes thinking, I'll go to sleep, I'll go to sleep. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, oh, did I do that? Ah, shit, did I send that email? And then, then next thing you know, it's 25 to 1, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> go to sleep. 
Anyway, enough of that. My problems aside. Smalls TV, welcome in. I believe. I believe too. Smalls, thank you very much for being here. P Honey's in. And Demos. Hey. How are we all doing? Good after morning-ish. How are we all? Uh, it was just you and me downing each other, Demos. Excuse me? This is this is not quite a family stream, but it's also for the benefits <laughs> yeah. of this a family stream. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone didn't catch that, Mr. Demos and uh, P Honey were downing each other repeatedly. Whatever, I mean, you know, what? it's it's a modern world. You guys do whatever whatever makes you happy. Fill fill your boots or each other, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh, actually, PUBG reports. Okay, there we go. Context is in the chat. Okay, we're back in the room now. They were checking the PUBG reports. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's the fact that Ford is gone. It was just me and you downing each other, and Demos has gone. I know, I was there. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> My kind of banter, though. Let's go. Uh, crap, got a meeting. Biabi. Oh, you got down someone else then. Nice. Uh, How'd you forget that you've got a meeting? <laughs> oh, shit. I meant to be somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, I've I've done it before. I've done it before, so no comment. Um, uh, yeah, that's the one class exactly. Yeah, that that turn from hacker just shitting on that other dude. It looked like they were out. They were basically pinned on a tree, and they were getting a ninety on them, and then it was game over. Good night. Uh, went from watching proper players to watching me. I was I was there for quite a bit actually, Fawny. Yeah, so I that was actually so when I went upstairs, I um I just I usually do a little bit of a hi checking with everyone just before I'm going to sleep kind of thing, and yeah, I was I was there for. For a little while, while she was downing Demos. <laughs> Good afternoon, Smithy. Welcome in, dude. Oh, white treacle. Um, if we can all just mass report Smithy, by the way, because he definitely hacked, stream sniped, and all the other stuff when his team was involved in destroying our team on Wednesday. And it wasn't just a friendly rival. I mean, to be fair, I'm the one that could be getting done here because I even mentioned it on the stream. Uh, Smithy came up in the kill feed. I was like, oh, Smithy. And then I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was West by that point. Someone said, oh, Smithy's streaming tonight. And I was like, is he? And then I had a quick look at the stream list and I couldn't see Smithy's name. So I thought, do we not even follow Smithy? So I typed in Smithy's name to bring up his channel to drop a follow. Realised we did. And then instantly thought, well, how bad does this look? <laughs> <laughs> Graham's just opened up Smithy's stream. <laughs> ah, so I, I closed it down straight away. I mean, then he's still shit on us anyway. So even if I was stream sniping, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Find out where he is. <laughs> hey, that guy could kill us really quick. Nice. So I was like, oh, let's just close it down straight away. And then I mentioned it straight after. I was like, oh, just in case anyone knows. If anyone goes, oh, yeah, ice cream upwards in the chat as well as in the I was like, ah. So, yeah, yeah. So basically, I tried to stream something, and it, it didn't work. I got, I got good shit on, kid, good shit on. Anyway, that's enough of that. Do you know who else is getting shit on? Hit me with it. Warzone players. Yeah, of course they are. Why? Why? I don't know. It's just, it's just an easy tangent into the article, so I thought I'd say it. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't actually know. No, this is... this is So we're going to kick things off talking about Call of Duty today. As Warzone 2, uh, the community is worried. The worried baby, I tell you, because the Steam player account has dropped below 100,000 players for the first time. <laughs> Imagine being worried that your game's dropped to 100, below oh, 100,000. No. Less than 100,000. <laughs> there is only 99,000 people playing the game. Oh, no. 
Oh, poor guys. Poor guys. I mean, I don't know how to manage it. That's just on Steam as well. That's not even console. That's the Steam Play account. Goddamn. Um, that, so that's what we're going to kick things off. That's a, an article at the game by Joshua Henry. The tagline does say, Season 2 may be more important than Infinity Ward realises. We're then going to jump ahead into a few other stories uh, after that. We're, we're not going to go through those. We'll go through that one first. But the other stories that will follow, sticking kind of close to, uh, close to that, is the Activision takeover. As Bobby Kotick accuses Sony of trying to sabotage Microsoft's Activision takeover. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, we'll then talk a little bit about PUBG devs. Well, specifically, Crafton, the people behind PUBG, as they are making their own take on Escape from Tarkov and DMZ from within Warzone. Basically, it's a Warzone stream. Somehow, we'll, we'll talk about Activision Blizzard and TakeOver. Yeah, it's Warzone. We'll talk about PUBG. Yeah, DMZ, which is which is Warzone. Nice. So, nah. No, we will break from Warzone eventually, though. We will talk about Nakon, uh, who are going to show off Lord of the Rings Gollum and the new Robocop game. It's a new Robocop. We spoke about it on the channel about 12 months ago, maybe more. Um, but they're basically having a Nintendo Direct but a knack on connect next month. Ooh. So we'll talk about that one. And then we'll finish up with exclamation mark FF. Free game Friday. Nice. I love how Bibby gets gets the uh, he understands the mission there. Bibby wobbled his head to the beat and he can't even hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a guy. I understand the assignment. Yeah, he, he, nice. Nice. He's on mission. He's on task. Let's go. Speaking of that, being on task. Uh, that's great, unless you are a Warzone player. As, as you know, it's the numbers are dwindling. Only 100,000 players playing the game right now. Uh, okay, here's the article on screen. It says, for the first time in a relatively short, in its relatively short life, the Steam play account for Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2 has dipped below 100,000, which is causing members of the community to be more than a little worried about its future. With Season 2 right around the corner, there may be more riding on, the, uh, on its success than meets the eye. As reported by VG247, the joint Steam Play account for the games reached an all-time low of 87,000 in a 24-hour peak. Uh, while there is some wiggle room in the legitimacy of that number, which comes from Steam Charts, it is a good indicator of how well the games are performing. After all, this new iteration of Warzone has not been embraced as well as Infinity Ward could have hoped with players criticising many of the game's changes and its overall bugginess. <laughs> Also, the fact that I have a Scream and a, a John Rambo and a John McClane mm. outfit, Ghostface, and I should have said not Scream, and none of them carried over because why? Just because. Fuck. Anyway, um, such a big drop for player activity, while shocking on paper, doesn't seem to be that surprising for most of the community. Many are taken to Reddit to acknowledge that this was inevitable. After all, the game's first season was considered too buggy and didn't receive enough fixes for new content to keep players interested. Of course, uh, this number only takes Steam players into consideration. It's not indicative of the community uh, playing Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2 on console. That being said, console users also shared frustrations over changes and bugs that took away from the game's enjoyment so if the console play account hasn't decreased there is still likely a similar desire for improvements still there is hope that season two will fix the biggest issues plag uh, plaguing the game so far the changes announced for warzone 2 have been met positively by players they included uh, the reintroduction of the 1v1 gulag thank fuck for that um and mm. changes to dmc uh, dmz like nerfed ai and reduced contract cash payouts meanwhile modern warfare 2 is receiving some new multiplayer maps and the return of some fan favorite game modes for the upcoming second season so Warzone 2, 
just about to hit the second season, has dropped to its lowest peak concurrent players on Steam of 87,000, 13 under 100k for the first time. Thoughts? Mm, I've got a few things about this, um, but I don't know. I don't know if there's necessarily an order to it, um, so I'll just go ahead and uh, clarify anyway. I I don't want to say Warzone has run its course, but I just feel like they seem to be doing the exact opposite of what people want or people, you know, have come to terms with having within their game. Like, what the, the uh, bringing Fortnite into this one, Fortnite seems to keep on evolving with every single season, something's completely different. And it's more, more often than not, it's a big hit. There is some things that people don't like, like the Doku Smash and things like that, uh, and the Giant Hammers. That that's the stuff that kind of puts me off not uh, wanting to play it at this moment in time because they're the like it should be a one on one gun battle uh, at the end of the day for me personally I don't want to have any of the third party stuff coming in and changing that up but it it feels like the 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 community is crying out within Warzone for like a revamp gun ba- uh, gun balancing and the, the the listen to the Gulag stuff that's back to one v one again so that's fantastic for them but. I just feel like they're going in an opposite direction from what the community want. And when that happens, that's where you're starting to see the numbers starting to drop on Steam. Now, that's just on Steam. That's not across the play base itself. Um, I imagine there's still... You'll be able to find a game in seconds. It's not as if the player pool has got that bad that you that the lobby's just being filled up by bots or anything. But the fact that there's been more hackers than ever uh, on console and on PC now, it's just getting... It's becoming a bit of a meme. And again, when that stuff starts to happen, it becomes very, very difficult to shake that off without some extreme measures being taken. So, will I think that um, Warzone will end up coming good again? Yeah, I do. I, I think it's definitely one of those that's here to stay. I don't think it's uh, like what Battlefield had with Firestorm. I don't think it's a flash in the pan. I don't think it's a ring of Elysium. I don't think it's a radical eyes. I don't think it's any kind of game like that. I believe that it still has uh, a massive purpose within the Battle Royale arena. I just think that there is. I didn't play Radical House music. You played it. Whatever. I, I follow him. I follow him. Out, but um, there's just an underlying issue here, and they need to try and rectify that as soon as possible. Um, otherwise, I think the numbers might start to drop again. But the likes of DMZ coming about, I would. I listen. I don't like blowing my trumpet all that often. However. Four or five months ago, when that game mode dropped, I was praising the evolution shits out of that game because I was enjoying it thoroughly. I think it's exactly what the franchise is needed. I feel like it just to have something that's not necessarily a cheer, uh, uh, fighting Escape from Tarkov for the looter shooter genre. However, the extraction shooter genre, sorry, is very, 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 very good. And I think people are waking up to the fact that this game mode isn't just for banter and just to make up the numbers. That game mode is super fun, man. Like, super fun. Do you know what? I, I might rejig the, the order of the articles because you mentioned Tarkov and being an extraction shooter. I might jump onto that one next in a second. Um, but the point that I'm going to mention off of this also ties into... So we've got three articles that all tie together. Uh, and we, we can't really follow all the conversations naturally from one to the other without jumping backwards or forwards. So there will be a little bit of that um, across these. Um, but the bit I was going to mention is we're at... We're approaching season two. The player count has dropped off. Is that is that entirely because 
players are bored and the game's not great and there's bugs and stuff like that? Or is it a case of we've got things like... I mean, Forney says it's Harry Potter's fault. Everyone's playing it and not Warzone. That's... And not just Hogwarts Legacy as well. There is there is many other games, obviously, that, that are continually coming out. So is it a case of people have got to the end of season one, they've already hit the, the top level. I can't remember what they call it in the Baton Pass in, in um, Warzone. It works really well, though. The fact that you go across the map and unlock certain things and stuff. If people have done, excuse me, all that stuff, are they doing what I do at the end of a PUBG season? If I've got time left, I'll use those two weeks to just tick off my dailies or whatever and then play some Fortnite or something else. Is that what other people are doing? I mean, it could be. It could be that. Um, so it... Or is it is it a case of I mean does does that include the the figures for DMZ? I imagine it probably does. I mean I was going to say does that mean that people are dropping into DMZ? But it's within Warzone, so that would count that. But even that in itself is a huge thing. The fact that I, I don't think it is. What Warzone and uh, DMZ uh, DMZ is part of Modern Warfare. I don't think it's part of Warzone. Oh uh, well, I mean it, this is counting both stats though, so it would still get oh, it. Oh, is then. it? Yeah, it says so. Oh, okay. uh, it was it was cumulative from from for Warzone two and Modern Warfare two. So right. my yeah, apologies. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right, baby, shut down, mate. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I, I didn't know, and then you just didn't know it as well. So we were both the same. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so if you want any Come more educational podcast podcasts. <laughs> Um, what, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that does tie into. Um, do you know? We will keep the articles with the order that we did have them. We will jump into the uh, Activision Bethesda one next because that does tie into the fact that there is so much content within Warzone, um, within Call of Duty, should I say? Because you've got Modern Warfare Two, which is an exceptional game. It is really, really good. You've also got. Um, Warzone 2, which is an exceptional game. It's really, really good. And you've got DMZ, which is an exceptional game. It's really, really good. Nice. So three very big, very successful games that are three different genres. Yeah, they're all FPS, but um, what did you call Tarkov? Not a loot shooter, uh, an extraction shooter. Extraction so shooter, so yeah. DMZ, you've got extraction shooter, which is not the same as an FPS campaign, which is not mm -hmm. the same as a battle royale. Three very different games. Um, Warzone Two is probably and arguably the old, the old way of playing games. Single player story, story campaign. I know, obviously, that's a very deep story because obviously the Last of Us and things like that are proving that single player games massive and on so on. But that is that that's video games where they've come from. But for in a content creation world, bear in mind this is a podcast on Twitch or a video on YouTube. If you're watching it, hi. Didn't, did I go through? I didn't even go through the intro. Fuck, goddamn. We'll come back to that shortly. Um, so, in a content creation world, DMZ uh, and Warzone 2 are more likely to get the longevity, the shelf life, because of Battle Royale and extraction shooters. And it's not a case of, oh, we are the Tarkov devs, we've made one, one of those. We are the PUBG devs, we've made one of those. We are Epic, we've made one of those. We are... Uh, I was going to say Battlefield and EA because they've made a shooter story mode with um, uh, Battlefield, but yeah, the story was there. Was there even a story in Battlefield this time, or was it just? I don't. I don't know. Nobody really knows. There is it. some sort of meaningless law, but there's no story mode now. Ah, okay. Um, but even still, yeah, three different games, which is huge. Having three massive market-leading game modes in one game. 
that's the only reason why hitting 87,000 concurrent players is is a bit worrying because there is three huge modes there. That's three top-level games not getting 100,000 between them can, could be quite worrying, but that shows just how big and how successful and how much of a behemoth Call of Duty and Activision's brand is. It's, it's, it's monumental. So should players be worried? Probably not. Does it mean it's the, it's the beginning of the end? I mean, it could do. But season two is just five minutes away, and all it yeah. takes is one great pop. And that could be because everything else has just had its day. Harry Potter's come out, everyone's done the story mode, nobody can be asked anymore. Bosh, what, what should we do? Should we jump back into Warzone? All right, yeah, nice. And if that happens just at the same time as season two hits and they've got a really cool skin or a really cool mission or a really cool function, that's it. Everyone's playing it again. Jobs are good. And so do they have to worry? No, no. But especially not with. I don't, I don't think it's going to take that though. Is the fact that it's coming towards the end of the season and people are p playing something else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's. I I ultimately think that's what it is. They are catching up on their backlog, which I've been meaning to do for the last four years, which is probably never going to happen now. But it's coming towards the end of the season. Complete whatever you can in the meantime, and then when the new seasons drop, you're all in them for the next three or four weeks. No, I I, I yeah I agree. I'm the same. Um, I, and I'm looking for uh extra games to add to that backlog at every single opportunity as most people are out there and then i'm probably still just going to play pubg anyway but still <laughs> uh at the end of the season i do get a little bit to break off so uh, this being the end of the first season the game came out last year we're, we're a month and a half into this year so we're already a quarter of just playing that first season a lot of people want a little bit of a break season two comes out and it's not only is it another season, but it's also the first time that people will have a new season in that Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. So that will definitely get players coming back in. I would not be surprised if... I mean, who do you watch on Twitch? If you're looking at the big names, not that Tim the Tapman and the Docker there anymore, but your summits or, or whoever, whoever your big streamers are, um, they will all be back in Warzone when season two hits. Fact. Absolutely. Fact. You can, you can quote us right now. It will definitely happen. And the numbers will be massive because everyone's watching it and playing it and everything will be good. Nice. Which then leads nicely into our second article, which is not a very nice article, really, because people just have friends and everyone's having to go at each other because that's what it is in video games. But still. Um, fact, says JMK. All right, Rafa, Mr. Benitez, chill out. Good. Cookies. Hey, welcome in. Good morning. I assume it's good morning for you. Hey, hey. Um, uh, I did my good deed and didn't thirst Mike. You did. You did. To be fair, you did. You, I mean, it definitely should have done. That's what it was. It was Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Mike. You should have done. Should proper put him right. I mean, the stuff he was saying about you. <laughs> um, you didn't pop up in chat, yeah, because I was there for like a split second. It was only as the, the screen opened, I was like, ah, <laughs> close it off, and I was like, fuck, what am I doing? So yeah, no, not surprised. Warzone Two is dead and full of hackers and DMZ shits on Warzone. Yeah, annoyingly. I've seen a bit of DMZ and thought, this is definitely my kind of jam. Bibby's played a bit of DMZ and thought, this is definitely my kind of jam. And we still didn't play it together. Or maybe we tried and it didn't happen. Um, so I've, I, because I went in on my own and was just getting bullied by AI, I thought, fuck yep. this shit, I'm out. Uh, so yeah, definitely. It's just something that we should definitely play. Definitely. definitely. I agree. 12, good afternoon, P Honey. Uh, driving and lurking. Nice. Well, we appreciate it. Just a... That's the traffic. It's not me. Definitely the traffic. Fuck this shit, I'm out. We'll catch up with you in a minute, bit. 
Nice. I should probably keep talking on this because if this is YouTube, we're just going to get absolutely struck. <laughs> God damn it. Longer than I thought. Sorry. No, it's fine. You just you just get your stuff out first, Nietzsche. All right. Yeah. Take over the entire show. Whatever, mate. <laughs> anyway, no, we were jumping into this bit. Boop. Uh, Andy Robinson at BGC says Bobby Kotick accuses Sony of trying to sabotage Microsoft Activision's takeover. The exec claims PlayStation chief Jim Ryan has stopped talking to both. Ah, no. Proper Dicky Raj. Oh, he's going to deck him, man. Ah, no. Um, so Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick has accused Sony of trying to sabotage Microsoft's takeover of the company and claimed that PlayStation chief Jim Ryan has stopped talking to both. The executive has been talking to the press this month as competition authorities in the UK, EU, and US continue to scrutinise and raise objections over the pro uh, proposed 69. Bibby's got a mouthful of liquid. You can't see it. Bibby's trying to ch chug. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Nice. Nice. $69 billion acquisition. There we go. In the latest development, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, provisionally found that the deal could reduce competition and, quote, result in higher prices, fewer choices, and less innovation for UK gamers, end quote. Speaking to the Financial Times, Kotick expressed concerned that, um, is that ideologues I, I ideal I, I thought I was going to say ideologies but it's a you rather than I ideologues ideologues <laughs> we're taking <laughs> over the agencies um uh, and claimed that Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO and other executives had stopped returning calls from Activision and Microsoft quote suddenly Sony's entire leadership team stopped talking to anyone at Microsoft quote, uh, end quote, Kotick said. And then back into the quote, I think this is all Sony trying to sabotage the transaction, end quote. He added, quote, the whole idea that we are not going to support a PlayStation um, or that Microsoft would not support the PlayStation, it is absurd, end quote. In response to a request for comment from, uh, from the Financial Times, Sony said, quote, we are in contact with Microsoft and have no further comment regarding our private negotiations, end quote. Uh, Kotick went on to state that he was optimistic the Microsoft acquisition would close by July 2023, noting that it's uh, that in its fight with the FTC, Microsoft had hired lawyer Beth Wilkinson, who was previously hired by the commission in 2012, to lead a probe nice, into Google. Uh, quote, she feels like uh, if she's going to have to litigate against the FTC, uh, see, she will absolutely crush them, he said. Last month, Microsoft accused Sony of misleading the EU regulator of its commitment to keep being Call of Duty on PlayStation, a key issue in regulators' scrutiny of the deal. Uh, do you know, we'll stop there. We don't want to talk about last month's stuff. Basically, two things. Uh, the CMA, the Competition was it Competition Markets Authority, is that what it stands yeah. for, um, in the UK, said that, yeah, UK's Competition and Markets Authority provisionally found that if Microsoft took over Activision, it would result in higher prices, fewer choice, and less innovation for UK gamers, aka they don't want Microsoft to buy Activision Blizzard. And then the second part of the story is that Sony are not returning calls. Microsoft are trying to speak to Sony, and Sony are going, sorry, there's no one in. Please uh, please mm -hmm. try again later. Um, which, if I'm being honest, just sounds par for the course, because Microsoft have subpoenaed Sony to give them shitloads of information. So if someone's going, give us all of your secrets... I think you'd probably be a little bit like, well, I'm not going to answer the phone call. I fucking what? <laughs> anyway, babe, thoughts? Yeah, again, it, it's just, it's still handbags, in it? It's still handbags. It's bizarre that this is being dragged out. It's, it's literally 
I can't even put a phrase in it because if this was any kind of playground or within uh, the, the a business building, whether or not it was somewhere like Jelly or just in a fucking uh, corner shop, do you know what I mean? You'd just be like, what are you playing at? <laughs> it's just one thing after another. And then like Bobby Kotek saying that they're not returning calls and stuff. I mean, to be fair, who's going to fucking pick up the phone and listen to that whopper? <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen, is it? Like I'd want to fucking answer the phone to him. He's a prick. Um, but uh, they're literally doing anything that they can, whether or not it's underhand or not, to try and get this merger being pushed through. Uh, saying that they're not answering the phone, that clearly means that PlayStation don't want to know, therefore we're not really, you know, they're not begging to be part of this anymore. It's just, yeah, it's very schoolyard practices that are going on here. And uh, I mean, to be fair, from a, from an entertainment standpoint, I can't get enough of it. From a business standpoint and from a general consumer standpoint, it's like, fuck, when yeah, is this going to end? Exactly. Like, it's just gonna, it seems like it's just going on forever. I do, I do find it like... It is one of those. No, tell them to give me their stuff, and then when they they're forced to give them the stuff, it's okay. And now they're not now they're not being nice to me. It's because you've just forced them to do something they don't want to do, and now you want them to be nice to you. And it's it's and that's both sides of the, the story. Understandably, Microsoft wants to buy something, um, and PlayStation doesn't want them to buy it. Uh, so play, Microsoft then wants PlayStation to do something for them, so therefore PlayStation's not going to do it. It's six and one, half a dozen the other in that sort of sense. Uh, it's interesting. The only thing of real interest and significance in there for me is the UK CMA going, this is harmful. Because that is the first time that, that this sort of thing has happened, I believe, unless I've missed something recently. Because we got Brazil initially early on going, no, this is fine. Yeah, whatever, you guys can crack on. Um, but it was only the UK CMA. Their first look at it have gone, nah. This is this is a bit dodge, and it doesn't mention it in this article. But the bit the article I saw the other day mentioned that they would only entertain that idea of Microsoft buying Activision if one of three conditions, and I can't remember what they all were, but the first one was you can buy Activision Blizzard, but you have to divest, and and I assume in this situation that means get rid of or not include or sell separately. Call of Duty. So you have to, the first point is you can buy Activision Blizzard, but you can't have Call of Duty. And then the second one was you can buy Activision Blizzard, but you have to, uh, you can buy it, but you have to sell Activision, or you can buy it, but you have to sell Blizzard. AK, you can't get Call of Duty and uh, Warcraft and everything else, Overwatch and stuff, all in the same deal because that's too big, that's too much, uh, effectively. So, yeah, that those are some pretty big clauses there i mean that doesn't mean that's where it'll end these are their preliminary findings they could come back and go oh we accidentally just stumbled across some new evidence which just by chance was next to a big brown wallet full of cash which says <laughs> that uh that it's yeah it's all fine let's go nice i mean it, it, it could be that um but the fact that someone has looked into it and has seen i i've said all along uh, do i believe that this impacts on open markets is this an antitrust sort of case i do believe it is and, and just the last article that we've had um a hundred thousand players is a benchmark that most games will never get to concurrently on steam and microsoft uh, not microsoft activision has just seen call of duty drop below that for the first time over three months after launch and it's only just dropping to that and they're a bit worried 
but they've got new content landing next week. And this is a game that has a market-leading extraction looter. It has a market-leading market, market leading, um, battle royale, and it has market... Well, it, it is. No one can tell me different. It is the market-leading single-player campaign for an FPS. Nothing, like, gets passed. Call of Duty, is, at its best, hasn't been surpassed for me. Um, so market leading across multiple different genres that are, are, are leading the world in terms of video games. Not only one, but all three. Um, so, so for me... I don't think that's controversial. Yeah, exactly. So I, for me, I, I, I said that there was always antitrust uh, issues with Microsoft buying. It's because they are buying multiple markets in one. Um, I didn't think that it would have been a problem, though. I, th I said I can still see this is going through. So whilst I do have issues with it myself from a consumer standpoint... Um, I also said I was getting an Xbox and Game Pass for Christmas, so I also on that side wasn't bothered because I'd have still had access to it. But not, <laughs> not everyone. As long as you're okay, Graham. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Not everyone has that ability, though. <laughs> not everyone has a PlayStation and an Xbox. Not everyone can get an Xbox and afford to pay the monthly subscription to Game Pass and so on. Um, so there are all sorts of ways that that can damage the audience, uh, which is where the CMA have acted on it. So Bobby Kotick's saying that Sony aren't picking up the phone and they're trying to sabotage the deal. I mean, not answering the phone is not trying to sabotage the deal. That's just not helping the deal. You're taking mm -hmm. two and two and turning it into ten. Okay, I'm not going to make it easy for you. It doesn't mean that I'm actively stopping it from happening. That would be destroying evidence and stuff, and I bet that's the kind of thing that Bobby Kotick and the teams at Activision have done over the last few years when they've been pulled to court and stuff. So pot, kettle, black, anyone, Bobby? I mean, is this, is this a face that you could just you can just love? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Bobby Kotick for the screen. Get out of here. So, ah. um, yeah. So the subpoena stuff as well. There was another article on that one. That may have also been VGC. There was a subpoena article about um, they have uh, some Microsoft have subpoenaed PlayStation and said that they want access to shitloads of information. But PlayStation have pushed back on that and they've got it extended their their time to have to present that information has been extended four times um and they're looking to try and get it cancelled because microsoft are basically asking for what they really what they really want and if you read into it is they want to look at playstation's emails and find an instance where me and bibi two playstation geezers that work at playstation uh, and i've gone bibi how good are we as a business and bibi's gone yeah we're proper good biggest out here and literally that's what they're after they want to find individual evidence not company stuff they are looking for specific individual accounts where people have gone how good are our jobs and our games we're the best and someone's gone yeah and they'll go well clearly they're not that bothered so so therefore that we're not a threat to them and that's the kind of stuff that they're actually trying to subpoena so if you want to if you want to get into the nitty gritty of being shit housey, then mention that Bobby Kotick. For fuck's sake. So so yeah, it's 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 definitely playground arguments, but on a on a major massive corporation scale. The only thing of real significance is that the CMA have mentioned uh, that they don't like where it's going. So on that, it's definitely worth keeping our eye on it, see where it goes, but. The Bobby Kotick and the backwards and forwards and Jim Ryan saying something and what he said he said she said nice Xbox push let's go so yeah do you know what I've had enough of it let's 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 talk about DMZ a little bit more shall we nice let's do it <laughs> nice okay we're not going to talk about DMZ but we are going to talk about DMZ as a genre um, as Wesley and Paul at Eurogamer has this one it says the people behind PUBG. Nice plan to make uh, to take on Escape from Tarkov and DMZ with an extraction shooter of their own. Get me out of here! 
nice, nice, nice. Um, so the people behind Pub, uh, PUBG plan to take on Escape from Tarkov and DMZ with an extraction shooter of their own. As spotted by the loadout, Project Black Budget was mentioned in parent company Crafton's recent financial report and described as, quote, challenging ourselves to popularize the extraction shooter genre based on our PUBG production and service experience. Uh, end quote. And then next paragraph says, expect, quote, an ever-changing PvPVE open world and satisfying gunplay that deliver unpredictable and exciting experiences, Crafton said. A launch is planned on PC, console, and mobile. No release window is mentioned. Project Black Budget is developed by PUBG developer PUBG Studios, formerly known as PUBG Corp, while the Battle Royale is past its astonishingly early 2018 peak. It remains one of the most popular games on Steam, and its mobile version is one of the most popular games in the world. Extraction shooters have increased in popularity in recent years with Escape from Tarkov, the genre's cheerleader. Activision recently entered the battlefield Nice use of wordage there. Uh, with its own free-to-download take, dubbed DMZ, which is part of Battle Royale Warzone 2.0. Elsewhere, Crafton has the sequel uh, to survival adventure game Subnautica in the works. Uh, do you know what? We can stop talking about other stuff about uh, Subnautica, Callista Protocol, all that stuff. It's all in there. Uh, what's a DMZ shooter? Uh, DMZ is the demilitarized zone. It's basically Escape from Tarkov, but within... Um, was on so you're playing call of duty mechanics call of duty loads out uh, loadouts call of duty weapons but the idea is you drop in you get all your shit and you get back out again and you build it up it's it's yeah escape from tarkov but in a call of duty skin uh just like warzone is PUBG, but in a call of duty skin mm. same 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 but completely copied but it's absolutely definitely not a threat to the rest of the industry when they can copy your game and make it better <laughs> definitely mm -hmm. definitely nothing to be worried about Nice. Um, I wonder if they can get vehicle sounds working in that game. Kappa! <laughs> um, so yes, Crafton looking to make their own Escape from Tarkov slash DMZ slash extraction shooter game of their own. Thoughts, babe? I think the mechanics of PUBG and the way that it actually plays lends itself quite well to this type of thing. Like having a third person, I think that might be quite unique. I think that might be a huge selling point. Like a third person extraction shooter. I. Unless, unless there's one so blatantly obvious that I'm, that I'm over, over glossing it, I can't think of one because Escape from Tarkov's third person, DMZ's first person, uh, Dark and uh, Dark and Dungeon that I mentioned to you before, that was that's first person. Like I can't think of one that isn't first person. Darkest Dungeon, not Dark and Dungeon. So having a third person's perspective. In the looter shooter genre and the way that PUBG moves, I think it might lend itself quite well. I think it may, might be a really popular game mode, or a popular game when it comes out, if it comes out, if we see something from it. Division Dark Zone is like it is like it in third person. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um, but yeah, as a standalone game, I would be willing to put down good money for something like that. Fuck. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna have to get rid of Crafton's. It didn't fit. That was sorry. That was me trying to get the title to fit in. Anyone listen to this? We'll just hear Graham going fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as surely that we uh, most of our community, the, the, the PUBG players, they might not have played Escape from Tarkov yet, um, but they may have played some DMZ. Like surely, people that might interest others to be able to. I mean. It's not one of those games that you could necessarily think, oh, this is going to be a like a great e of this type moth. of game, but. 
as something that I like games with jeopardy, Graham. I like risk and rewarding games. I mean, that's obviously what Battle Royale is at, at its core. Do, do you want to risk dying? I'm laughing just to keep. Yeah, I'm laughing just so it doesn't get into the YouTube video. Bunker <laughs> yeah. Pap. Um, so yeah, I like games with risk and reward, and I do think Escape from Tarkov offers that. So more games that uh, Vigor as well. That's another one. Vigor. In fact, that is the third person version. Vigor, Vigor, whatever, how you pronounce, however you pronounce it. That is the third person extraction loot shoot that I was thinking of, but I couldn't think of. Um, but yeah, the risk and reward. I feel like it definitely offers itself with PUBG and the way that that game moves. Sorry, I've just realised that. When I copied Lotus's command for twelve, it still says it still calls him the Triggermeister in there, but he's not the Triggermeister because that's Lotus. <laughs> so I've just just tweaked that. Nice. He's not the Triggermeister. Uh, he's not the uh, Triggermeister. It now says check out the one and only, but but it's fine. Um. Uh. Oh, Cookies uh, asked what DMZ was. Uh, I only play PUBG. Haven't played anything else, but I think I understand. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Division Dark Zone uh, is like uh, in third person. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll repeat that one up. Welcome in Tesla, by the way. Um, run DMZ. <laughs> uh, oh no. Oh no. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. A bunch of people probably want to play DFT. Like you say, the fact that DMZ is Call of Duty makes it more accessible. Um, you don't necessarily need an absolute top tier rig to play that. So it does mean that a lot more people will have played that. But if Call of, uh, if Call of Duty, if Crafton are doing this, then maybe that makes it a little bit more accessible. The only my only my concerns though are um I don't like the AI in PUBG. And I, I, I will happily say that. The AI in PUBG is 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 poor. Um whereas the AI in an extraction shooter has to be good. And not too good, but it has to be good. And and that's that's a difficult mix. Um, we've already seen with Escape from Tarkov was in its early days it had ridiculous AI, which they've refined that over time. Same thing with DMZ, stupid AI, like ridiculously complex. Um, but they've managed to figure that out. They did mention that they will work. Uh, uh, they'll challenge ourselves to popularize the uh, popularize the extraction shooter genre based on our PUBG production and service experience. So yeah, that's where I'm making that comparison. One of PUBG's best, uh, PUBG's best at providing a human experience. It's not as good for me at providing an AI experience. And in PUBG, that is based off of 30 minutes of gameplay. If you're playing something like DMZ, which your 30 minutes don't stop at the end of your 30 minutes, what you get in terms of gear and loot actively impacts on your situation going into the next games and so on. Um, so if you're just like doing everything you need to stalk some dude so you can get the killer headshot and take all his loot, but then you get some bot behind you going pow, 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 firing an M16 up into the air, but he ac accidentally shoots you straight in the face with one of those <laughs> shots. Great, fuck's sake, nice. And and yeah, so love the idea that there's more people building out the extraction shooters genre. Just do it better than the, the bots in in PUBG. So that's me basically trying to to rather than go yeah PUBG stuff. Ah! Yeah, high-fiving strangers down the street like I usually do when we talk about PUBG. That's me trying to be a bit more <laughs> more critical of it. PUBG has some great stuff, um, but that extraction... I mean, there's a lot in there that does benefit that. Battle Royale led to Extraction Shooter. It's a natural progression, um, just like it can with survival games as well. Um, so there's definitely stuff within there. It just has to be done well. And if we start to get to the point where dodgy AI and loot crates 
uh, an ever-present thing, which both exist in PUBG, uh, then it won't be great. So your service experience in PUBG isn't flawless, and your production experience in PUBG also isn't flawless. Nobody is ever going to be bad for saying that because it's facts. There is horrendous loot crate systems in PUBG, and that's part of their live service. And there is horrendous AI, which is part of their production. So big fan of another extraction shooter, but I will take it with a pinch. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but although the AI might just be as impractical as it was in like a- Aliens Colonial Marines, where they just had to change a zero to a one and then everything Working worked. game. Yeah, like it could just be as mad as that. Like, I have every faith that if something was to be based around AI, the majority AI, that something like that would would work but i mean programming bots into a battle royale game they're they're all fucking stupid yeah same with fortnite same with warzone same with anything like they're just they're there to make up the numbers and numbers only realm royale for instance the fucking the, the blimp flies over it gets to the end and they all drop into the same place like they don't they don't drop going across the map they all drop at the very end so if there's a mission where you need to like kill twenty seven thousand people I don't like killing them with a melee weapon or something. Like you just go over, go pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Job done. Like yeah, it's they're all stupid. It's not just a, a PUBG thing. I'll let you into a little secret. I didn't know oh, that, but I did see you getting some high kill games on Realm Royale, and I was thinking, Bibby's pretty good at this game, isn't he? So now you've just ruined it all. You've ruined it. That's it. Never meet your heroes, ladies and gentlemen. Never, never, never meet your heroes. That's it. Don't watch Bibby starting games. Only watch the end of his games. Jobs are good. Let's go. I am uh, fucking minute of Realm Royale though. Yeah, because you kill all the bots. Don't watch the first five minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll move ahead. So Project Black Budget is like DMZ and EFT, but coming from the team at PUBG. See that? All the letters. Run DMZ, run DFT, EFT, PUBG. Nice, nice, nice. Let's go to four different letters, and those are L-O-T-R, uh, which is our next story. This is Chris Cullion at VGC. Even more letters for you there. Uh <laughs> You listen to the boys at ICU. Nice. I'm GD. We don't, we get, okay, you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Nakon, who, let's stop for a second, are a video game publisher, um, but they were a, vid- uh, a video game peripheral manufacturer. They've actually sponsored our channel in the past, by the way. Shout out to Nakon for that. Um, mm-hmm. They gave us, back, I want to say four years ago, uh, they gave us some... Uh, Nakon Revolution controllers, which mm-hmm. were officially licensed PlayStation controllers um, and sponsored one of our... Basically, imagine the Royal Rumble, but smaller yep. production, um, smaller event half the time, um, but playing a football game. Um, that is effectively what we did. We did some... The ICU Invitationals, and one of them was sponsored by Nakon. Uh, so so we, we're familiar with these. However, since mm-hmm. then, their business model has changed from peripherals and controllers into more video game publishing, which is where we are now. Uh, so Nakon will show Lord of the Rings Gollum and Robocop in a new presentation next month. Just to point out, we are showing this article because it's actually interesting news. We don't have any affiliation with Nakon at all now, by the way. Just, just in case you're wondering, this is a hashtag spawn, hashtag ad, it's not. Uh, the next Nakon Connect stream will feature a number of upcoming games. So French publisher Nakon will be hosting a new presentation next month to show off some of its upcoming titles. The Nakon Direct presentation will take place on March the 9th at 6pm GMT uh, and will, quote, share lots of information about forthcoming games, according to Nakon. Uh, 
end quote. Uh, Nakon has confirmed that Lord of the Rings Gollum will be shown during the stream, as will Robocop Rogue City. They will be joined by Gangs of Sherwood, Raven's Watch, and TT3 Ride on the Edge. Nakon also says some of its sports and simulation games catalogue will also feature during the presentation. Taking place in parallel to the events described in the Fellowship of the Ring, Gollum is a story-driven action RPG in which players embark on a quest to retrieve the One Ring. The game, which has been developed and co-published by Dedalic uh, Entertainment, has been... You right, babe? Sorry. <laughs> scared, yeah, the... Again. scared the shit out of me then. <laughs> I scared myself. I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> the, de- the game has been delayed numerous times since Baby started coughing. No, since it was originally revealed in 2019. Originally scheduled for release in 2021. It was then announced in, in May 2022 that the game would be released in September for that year for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, Xbox uh, X and S with a Switch version to follow later in 2022. Um, the first gameplay trailer arrived last June, but soon after, Nakon and Adalic said the game had been delayed by a few months. And last month, Nakon stated that the game's new plans launch window is now sometime in the six months between april and september 2023 robocop rogue city is being handled by the team behind terminator resistance and we'll see original robocop actor peter weller reprising the role that made him a star in the 1980s so while i ask you what your thoughts are bib i will hit play on the uh the trailer for lord of the rings golem that's embedded in the video but bib thoughts mm-hmm. yeah i mean the, the golem game doesn't really have that much of an interest uh to me in yeah it just it's not that interesting however the fact that they have four decent ips there that they're going to be running with especially robocop like again i've said it many times on this and it was the general consensus in the office yesterday as well but they're never going to be terminator versus robocop that's just never going to happen on the mega drive that was that was the best robocop game there has ever been there's been a few good arcade games but that is the best one so I'm super looking forward to seeing what we'll look at from that standpoint. But the Golem game, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's going to be that great. I've got a feeling that it's going to be like Stray. <laughs> Remember the cat game? <laughs> Where you're just toddling off and doing stuff like... <laughs> Rather than, meow, it's like, Golem, Golem. Yeah. Are you ring, precious? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it, it doesn't strike me as a game that's going to sell exceptionally well i think it'll definitely sell enough to maybe make a few people happy but this i don't think this is going to be a blockbuster game i'm happy to be proved wrong with this genuinely if if, if ever i make a statement like that i am happy to have it completely blow up in my face because it means that everybody wins in that case but i just there's just something about the game that i don't think lends itself to what people are craving at this moment in time yeah no i agree for me, the idea of of a single player story game set in uh, Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings lore is is an instant win for me. I definitely would be interested in that. Uh, let me just update the title. Nakon Connect presentation next month. Uh, update, but um, so the idea of playing through Middle Earth content, yes. I'm all on board for that. Big fan of the Lord of the Rings films and the Hobbit films and the the Rings of Power on Amazon, all that stuff. Yes, please. Um, I just I'm not the biggest fan, and this is where I said you could, we're not spo- uh, sponsored by Nacon anymore. I mean, you can tell when I start saying things like "it looks shit." <laughs> Sorry, Nacon. Uh, it it doesn't look great. I mean, it, shit's shit's too harsh. I only said that for the uh, comedy value, but it doesn't look that great. You look at this. 
this cover art where you've got Gollum on the stone, uh, obviously very heavily edited, uh, all sorts of shadowing, this, that, and the other. But when you actually click into it, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like the AAA premium experience that you that I've come to expect from Lord of the Rings. But other people might not the same. But like it just yeah, it looks low budget. Is 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 probably not not the right phrase. I want let's 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 use the word indie. It looks more like an indie game, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Indie content works, but I feel like when you've got a title like The Lord of the Rings, that's not an indie price line title. Um, so I feel like it's going to be clunky gameplay. That might, it just seems like it's going to be buggy. From what I can see there, I can understand why it's been delayed and it's not out now because that doesn't look exceptional. The other things they've got, the difficulties that they will have that cross over with what Avengers have is like Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. And then you see the Tony Stark in the Avengers. I'm like, we've t- called him before. Timmy Stark. Yeah, it's not Tony. That's, it looks like Tony Stark, but it's not the same. What is this? And then you've got like, not Captain America, but Sergeant Murica kind of thing. It's like, yeah, it looks like it, but it's not the same. Um, same, same, same. And this, Gollum's got like a, like, it looks like a schoolboy with his hair. Gollum doesn't really have hair. He has a couple of stray hairs, but what, what is it? So looking at that, I just think, oh, it's just, the art style of the character I can get past, but the game doesn't really show anything other than creepy skinny dude on his belt buckle crawling around caves. That's just any any you you ask someone to draw a picture of Gollum. That's pretty much what they're going to do if they've got the yeah. the visual capabilities of doing so, obviously. But beyond that, what what is it? What really is it? It doesn't really show me anything. I would say that when I think about it a bit longer, I'm not surprised about that because if I bring this back up, you can see Robocop there. Obviously, Robocop Rogue City is another game made by the same developers that made Terminator Resistance. Terminator Resistance is a great game for Terminator fans. Um, And beyond that, it didn't really do anything. And it wasn't a great game, didn't really take the Terminator mold and show you something new or build on that story. It just was same, 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 same. Not, Not horrendous, but also not really anything you needed to play. And I kind of feel like Robocop will be the same. We've only had very short amounts of footage for the Robocop game, once again, about a year ago. Um, and we've not really seen much since. So going off what we saw Terminator Resistance, going off what I've seen so far for Gollum, um, uh, the, a lot of the Rings Gollum, I just have to draw extrapolations and feel like it's probably not... I'm not excited for it. These are brands that I like and, and I have resonated with throughout my video game and film and general media career, I would I would definitely get on board with all three of those. Mm-hmm. But I also I feel like, mm, maybe not. Maybe not. That said, if Nakon goes, you know what? Well, let's make a special edition of Robocop Rogue City, which comes with a collectible helmet that I can put on one of my shelves. Then it's definitely a 15 out of 10 game that everyone should buy. And it's definitely quality content all the way through, throughout. Definitely hashtag spawn, hashtag ad, hashtag sellout, hashtag shill. Let's go, baby. Um, it, it, <laughs> it looks like a motion comic. It does. It doesn't look great. And that's a shame. Like these bits here, like, it, like that bit specifically, like watch when he turns, it's almost like his whole body is, imagine he was on a roundabout and someone just rotates the roundabout rather than his body turns and leans into it. He just kind of slides 
Eep. There you go. Just slides on the floor. Slidey, slidey. Runny, runny. And then it's... it's... No. Nah. It's, it's... I heard someone saying something the other day. I can't remember what it was on. It was probably on a kind of funny podcast, but someone mentioned like early 2000s graphics or something like that. And I, yeah, that's where I feel like it is. It doesn't feel like a 2023 game. When you've seen some of the stuff that you can see from small de- uh, developers, indie developers, and AAA developers on uh, PS4, PS5, PC in 2022, 2023, this feels like it's still a few years behind. Obviously, yeah. it's not the final product. It could it could improve, but we'll see before we get then. Um... Can't wait for this Gollum game. Are you are you a fan of Lord of the Rings in general, Tezza? Because I am, and I and I admit I was hyped for this until I saw this trailer, and I was like, it's just, it's just, it's not really doing anything. Uh, whereas it could be, it could be, um, definitely going to be low combat, high puzzle type kind of game, which that's not bad. Like, but does it need to be Gollum for that? Then, like, does it need the Lord of the Rings brand for that? I mean, it's. If you're into that, fair enough. But for me, I feel like like that's why you build a different IP for it. Surely you're not spending that much money to just push the brand forward. But then, it, I mean, it's not going to push the brand forward. Amazon have obviously invested a shitload of money to help push the brand forward. An indie dev working on a title from a small publisher is not really going to have the same impact, is it, I suppose? Um, Enzo, you were trending again on Twitter earlier. We mentioned you. What have you been up to? Enzo. My name's Enzo. I trend as Enzo. Eh? Um, I mean, what games have done something new? I think it might be getting, it might be me getting old, but I haven't seen much new in the past 20 years. Uh, go here, collect a quest, go there, deli- uh, then uh, deliver, come back and get another. I mean, that is true. Um, and I did see comments about that, like Hogwarts Legacy, a lot of people talking about that at the moment. Um, and stepping away from, obviously, the, the obvious controversy, there was a conversation uh, about... All right, babe, settle down. I'm getting aggressive again. Honestly, it just keeps on coming out of nowhere, so I do apologise, <laughs> guys. Uh, yeah, there was there was a conversation about forgetting all, all the obvious controversy. A lot of people were rating it 8, 9 out of 10, but then were also simultaneously saying, ah, it's actually an all right game. It doesn't really do that much. But it was getting rated 8 and 9 out of 10. Um, and is that just because people... See, oh, it's a Harry Potter game. I've been wanting to play one of these forever. So is it just being rated on what people want it to be, not people, not what it actually is? And if that is the case, then that does make sense to stick Lord of the Rings Gollum on it because I just wanted to make a puzzle game. But if I stuck Gollum on it, it goes from being a, a 4, 5, 6 out of 10 to a 7, 8, 9 out of 10. So if that is the case, then fair play. Everyone, license something. Don't make your own games. Mm-hmm. And that that is a microcosm. Big, big journalism word. Let's go. Um, for the world... It is, it is at large. That That is an example of why we are getting superhero sequels over and over again, which I'm a big fan of, by the way, shout out to that, and not films making something entirely new because it's a safe, easy win that will get you critical acclaim and lots of cash. So yeah, stick column on it. Jobs are good at nice, nice, unless it's shit, and then it's not. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I wish they'd just remastered the OG games in crazy graphics. Same, same. Like this, this sort of, like the Shadow of Mordor game shadow of war kind of things like 
we we still talk about the nemesis system almost every other month when it when we're talking about video games and how good that is in an impact on games they have so much that they could do just make the original trilogy again but in video games jobs are good and people would buy that shit um it's the same thing with pokemon 151 give people what they want and then you can't keep them on the hook to sell them what you want for the next 30 years so yeah uh, shit, I'm trending again. I can't. Uh, I just can't avoid this 120 million, uh, 20 million pound price tag. Fuck's sake, Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a few Hogwarts streams, and it's just the same. Collect quests, do it, but with a wizard court. And yeah, a few people have said that. A few people I've seen have said that. I mean, I, I, I obviously, I've, I've not watched anything. Um, not for the uh, for a stance on it. I, I, I will play the game um, eventually, but I've not watched it just so I can uh, see it for myself. But um. Yeah, I've I've seen quite a lot of people saying that, but then again, I am a Michael Bay film viewer, so I don't mind things being pretty simple in that sort of sense. I don't I don't want things being shit versions of simple though, which is where I think Gollum is. So Gollum isn't just a case of it's not re it's 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 reinventing the wheel. Fine, as long as it's not damaging the wheel whilst it reinvents it, and that's 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 the thing. Fucking size of this cough. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic well played love to see it let's go let's go 12 let's go um do not babe i feel like you've got yep. a frog stuck in your throat and i'm gonna say frog what i really mean is a song stuck in your throat Be are, you, are you gonna have the re on the real deal even with this cough i mean you tell me you tell me it, are, are, you, are you gonna be all right in the night or or do we well, think i suppose we're gonna have to find out aren't we <laughs> Well, for those of you that are new to the stream, buckle yourselves in. Hey. Next up, Wonderwall. Hey. <laughs> now, Bibby plays us into our final story of the week on a Friday. We tell you about the free games that you can grab on a Friday. And surprisingly enough, the segment is known as... Free game. <laughs> Friday. I like the uh, Guitar Hero version of it. Let's go. <laughs> it's an acoustic on an acoustic, Graham. <laughs> Uh, God, he's got the guitar out. Exactly, Enzo. I mean, Enzo um, is uh, actually a world a world class musician. I mean, he he is. I mean, he's the guitarist from uh, Nirvana. A lot of people don't realize that uh, he left Nirvana, and he actually had a short stint in the Proclaimers as well. So, if you if you're a big fan of Nirvana and Proclaimers, two very similar bands, then check out Enzo's streams because he often mashes the two. Uh, genres together pretty well uh, so yeah check him out uh, still not as good as Bibby with a Guitar Hero guitar though that's all I'm saying yeah, absolutely <laughs> guitarist I heard he was a fiddler <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was it he said when, when we raided him a walloper that was it not a fiddler walloper <laughs> walloper there you go nice um, anyway dancing around all the weird weird houses to bring you Free Game Friday uh, which we will jump into in just a second but before that happens Cookie says uh, Graham if you like Lord of the Rings they made a semi-cartoon semi-real film from the 90s I still have it on VHS it's really good but they never made the second VHS to complete the story did they not? I, yeah that's the thing though like I bet it I bet it came out like just at the wrong time if that had come out 10 years later kind of thing it would have probably had all the funding it needed. But because it came out 10 years earlier, it didn't quite do what they needed it to. And and, and then if it comes out 10 years later, is it just like a, a rip-off of the films? And is it going to take the revenue away from the big... And blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, drop me drop a link, though. Like, do, do let me know what it is. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, 
Uh, damn autocorrect. Uh, wow, proclaimers, that's more of an insult than you'd think. I'd fill your god wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fill your god wig off your head. <laughs> uh, proclaimers, was it, it wasn't the fact that there's a Scottish uh, relation there. I was just trying to think of something that was very, very different from Nirvana. So, so you're welcome. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay, Free Game Friday. This is written by Morgan Park and the team at PC Gamer. Um, and basically, we tell you what games you can get for free. Usually it's the Epic Game Store because every Thursday evening, 4pm UK time, which is exactly 24 hours ago, uh, their store updates to give you a free game every week. And these are the Epic Game Store free games right now. So outside of the holidays, Epic sticks to a weekly schedule for handing out freebies. So keep your eye out for each week's new free choices. So the Epic Game Store, what's free until February the 16th. So that's next Thursday, 4pm UK time. It is Recipe for Disaster. So our Epic freebie this week is one of them culinarily, uh, one for the culinary inclined. While operating your own restaurant in food service sim Recipe for Disaster, you'll manage every waiter and line cook, all while building out your restaurant's layout and designing your own menu. At last, a chance to realise my dream of a high-end, fast, casual Italian-Japanese fusion sushi spaghetti bar. Our chef's special today is the fettuccine Alfredo roll. I wouldn't recommend it says Morgan. Nice, nice. So recipe for disaster. You want you want a kitchen sim? Then uh, head over to Epic Games, either the launcher or in browser or whatever. Add that game to your library and you can keep it there for free until you decide to install it and play it. That is your hashtag Free Game Friday. I free say. Game whoop, Friday. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There you go. Nice. I added some whoops in for you as well because, you know. Why not? Cheers, mate. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're wondering what's free next week, then yeah, I know. Warpips. I also am I'm excited about Warpips as well. Don't know what that is. I'm not even going to click it to find out. It is a clickable link, but I'm not going to. I'm going to wait until next week because I'm I'm intrigued and I'm, wait, I'm ready for the surprise. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bibby, where's good to get Guitar Hero controllers these days, says Tezza. That is a very good point because I've shouted him out a few times. Um, but Pirate sent this one up uh, because I was looking for one myself. Um, that didn't cost the earth because I don't know if it was just a boom at the time. They are quite expensive to find uh, in good condition. And Pirate said that he had this one in his in the, in his loft at his mum's house that he hadn't seen for years. So he sent that one up. So that's where I got that one from. However, I have seen them more recently um, on Facebook Marketplace for not that much money. However, trying to find one that's local to you that you don't have to, you know, pay for shipping or if someone doesn't want to ship it up. Few and far between, but don't go on eBay because they're well expensive on there. You're hoping that someone, someone's mum who's been clearing out their loft is just trying to get rid of the shit that they've left their kids have left behind and you can pick one up for like 10, 15 quid. But um, alternatively, alternatively, the best ones to get is the ones for the Wii. Um, and then you can buy a cable for like £15 that you can plug directly into the Wii Nunchuck controller, then into your PC for you to be able to play Clone Hero, which you can just play like... 50,000 songs uh, rather than just playing like whatever's on a disc for Guitar Hero. So there's a lot of options out there. It's just whether or not you want to, you know, try and look for them. But Facebook Marketplace would be my go-to, I think. Don't we have a bunch of them in, in the uh, storage room in the studio? We have two Wii ones and we have two PlayStation ah. 4 Guitar Hero Live ones. But <coughs> I wouldn't touch Guitar Hero Live with a 10-foot barge pole. Like, it's a terrible game. It's the game that killed the franchise because it changed the... Five coloured buttons, as you can see here, that everyone was so used to after playing the game for like 12 years and changed it to six buttons in two rows of three. Shit, wank, and you, you can't even play it now, I don't think, because it required an internet connection and to turn the servers off. So, yeah, don't bother. 
<laughs> Let's go. Mm. Not self, don't ever mention Guitar Hero Live to babe. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> you feel the venom. I remember going out and spending an absolute wad on it as well because I love Guitar Hero games and it was just the biggest disappointment. I remember my mates came over. Um, we were having a night in doing a Pro Evo tournament and it was like, shall I bring Guitar Hero? Well, I'll, well I'll, I'll rock band, whatever it was called, where you had like, you all had your own drums and shit like that. I was like, yeah, go on then. Let's yeah. give it a go. Daniel's out for the night. We can do some of that. Spent what felt like six days setting it all up in the living room. Did one song, realised we were all shit. We, we we had no rhythm for ourselves, let alone with each other. Turned it straight off and just did the, the Pro Evo tournament that we were all there for. <laughs> I'd have been all over that. Like, I love, like, I properly, properly love Guitar Hero games. I'm just, uh, it's, it's one of those that you can play for like two hours and then you can't feel your fingers afterwards. I don't know how people play that game for forever, but I genuinely properly love Guitar Hero. Um, Proclaimer Zenzo says, shit, six buttons, try six strings that cut your fingertips up uh, and don't make nice sounds unless you practice six hours a day for three years. See, those Proclaimers, they, they, they walked 500 miles <laughs> and 500 more just to be that man that practiced six hours a day for three years at your door. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't know where I was going with that. I just kept going with it. Why, did you, why didn't you stop me, baby? <laughs> Give him an inch. He'll take a 500 miles. <laughs> Let's go. Nice. Do you know, on that weird bombshell, I think we should start wrapping this up. If you are new into the stream, you've just got here, you've missed a bunch of stories. We started out talking about Warzone 2 is proper in the shit because... The other day, it only had 87,000 people playing it. Ah, no. Ah, no. Um, but it's probably going to pop back up again because, you know, new season's just about to start. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Bobby Kotick is accusing Sony of being re-proper dickheads. Oh, no, he didn't say that. He said trying to sabotage Microsoft Activision's takeover. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. That's how that's going. Nice. Uh, the people behind PUBG, that's the people at Crafton, are looking at making their own extraction shooter of their own to combat EFT and DMZ with some PUBG. Nice. Nice. Letters for everyone. Nakon have their own letters. Lord of the Rings, Gollum, and Robocop will be on uh, show in a presentation next month. We probably won't be watching that live, but we will bring you a wrap of it in the scoop, obviously, just like we do each and every single week when we bring your free game Friday shout, and the game this week is Recipe for Dis uh, Disaster. So make sure you get downloaded before 4 p.m. next Thursday. In the chat, Enzo said... Um, Wait, it's 4pm? What time does this normally go out? To which some wonderful person in the chat, me, uh, wrote exclamation mark time, which says the time is currently 4.04pm, which is basically 10am-ish. Nice, let's go! At least we got that clarified. Let's go. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. We appreciate you all dropping in uh, Friday tea time-ish. It's only an hour-ish until we all finish up and then bugger off to the, to the weekend. Let's go. Do feel free to come back tomorrow morning, 10am-ish. I'll be on with the boys playing some PUBG, as always. And then the day after, Bibi will be back on with are we stream shuffling? What what we what we diddling? Have you got plans? Good question. Um I don't know. I did start playing Destiny 2 again yesterday. Uh you for maybe an hour Destiny. or so. Uh can't, we're not playing Guitar Hero. That's gone out the window. Um so yeah, probably stream shuffle. Um because I might play some PES 2023 on PlayStation 2. What that looks like, I suppose you'll have to wait and find out. Ooh. Ooh. Bear in mind I said PES 2023, not football. You did that. That's yeah, a little hint for you there. That was the ooh. 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 The interest is there. Nice to meet the ball. Okay, that's all this weekend stuff. If you want to join us for that, do drop a follow on the channel. You will get notified when we go live. But before any of that happens, Mr. Bib, is there all yeah. you want to say? 
There is. Thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for five whole shows this week. That's the first time this year, right? That's that's like the first time in a year. <laughs> yeah, for the longest time. Five whole shows. So if you want to help shape five the next five shows next shows. week, <laughs> there's two ways that you can do so far. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there, but all we need from you is URL plus your thoughts and opinions. We will then give you our thoughts and opinions on the very next show, which will be at what time? On Monday, next week, Mr. Graham Day. Well, it'll be exactly the time it is now. Like we just said to Enzo in the chat, it'll be 10 a.m. Yeah. 10 a.m. ish. Uh, we didn't do the intro because we just forgot, you know. It's, it's, it's a late 10 a.m. today, so we just kind of forgot. But we are live on Twitch. The live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. There is almost 200,000 people that watch this podcast on demand. So please do feel free to drop in. With any of those people, if you haven't been here for the course of the show, you can watch this episode and the other 7 million that we've done as well on YouTube and all of the other podcast services. But from us, have yourselves a beautiful weekend. Stick around while we drop a raid on one of our friends. And until next time. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.